Hey everybody, it's Matt Peterson with Inksoft. Welcome to another edition of our Thought Starter mini podcast. As you know, this is a casual way for us to share ideas and insights with you that matter to you. Uh, things specifically geared towards print shops and garment decorators. I'm joined today, as usual, by J.P. Hunt. J.P., how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Matt. Thanks for the introduction. So, Matt, our topic today is nothing new when it comes to marketing, but it's an important topic, one that a lot of print shops and decorators fail to really take advantage of. So our, our topic today is segmentation. So classically and traditionally, you know, marketers have used segmentation to really create groups of consumers. So think of it this way, you know, schools, you know, that's typically one of the biggest categories of customers for, for a lot of Inksoft users. But schools has many subgroups, right? You have administrators, you have alumni, you have the student body, you have sponsors and donors. So really segmentation is intended to let you understand your customer at a more sort of, I guess, detailed level. So traditionally, marketers have looked at four major ways to segment. And these are pretty boring, but they're worth discussing. <laughs> so geographic, you know, where do my customers live? What, what locations? Uh, demographics, so things like, you know, what are the, the age ranges, what is the income makeup, the family size, uh, things of that nature. Then you have psychographics. So these are, you know, of my consumers, what are their activities, their attitudes, their interests, their opinions. And of course, the last criteria is behavioral. So it's easy to group customers by, you know, their behaviors, things like, hey, these consumers are early adopters. These consumers are tech savvy. These consumers are fashion forward or fashion minded or price conscious. So, you know, I, I don't mean to, to diminish the value of these classic techniques for understanding your customers. You can certainly apply those to your business and you should be. But we're talking about segmentation in, in, a, in a more unique way. And so here, here's an example. And this is an example that I'm going to lend from from a personal experience. In fact, let's make it a point to put this photo on the blog post that accompanies this episode. So, so my wife has complained for years about horrible spirit wear that's available at Sandpiper Elementary School in Paradise Valley, Arizona. You know, boxy t-shirts, you know, cheesy graphic, you know, it, it's just never connected with her, but she's really active at Sandpiper. You know, she's a classroom mom and super plugged into PTO and things of that nature. So finally, I see my wife wearing a raglan t-shirt that says yoga pants, messy bun, Sandpiper, hashtag mom life. Nice. So she went on to explain that finally a mom took it upon herself to design a shirt that other moms would like. And guess what? That resulted in a spirit wear purchase. So with that said, it got me thinking about segmentation and how decorators are either not utilizing segmentation the right way or not even thinking about it in their marketing approach. And that was led us to today's episode. <laughs> so let me kind of set you up, Max. I'm going to have you take over and kind of plant some ideas and insights and talk about how you know, print shops can, can use segmentation. But think of it this way. That I think this will resonate. So if you have a spirit wear program, you know, think about the different subgroups in that spirit wear program. Again, we have student versus parent, parent versus staff member, staff member versus alumni. Each of those groups have different, you know, uh, segmentation properties, right? They have different attitudes and interests and maybe uh, income ranges, so we just have to ask ourselves the questions about what is the composite makeup of my possible customer base? So Matt, I'm going to let you take it over from your experience in marketing. You know, give some insights and ideas for how decorators, Inksoft customers can really take advantage of segmentation and make that part of their typical you know, marketing routine. Yeah, and I think, it, I think it just needs to start from the beginning. It, you understand this 
you wouldn't just cre create all medium shirts and expect to sell them all to every single person. Everybody has different interests. Um, everybody has different ideas. And we want to make sure that we're giving them the best possible thing that meets their needs or, you know, perks their curiosities. And so that's where segmentation comes in. It's, it's a beautiful way for us to kind of deliver um, a unique experience to each of our customers. Um, so, you know, as we segment out students and parents and staffs, maybe it's a different design for each of them. Maybe we use Beingsoft Design Studio to have a contest and see exactly what those different groups want to see on their spirit wear. Um, and if we're doing for corporate, maybe each 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 division or each department um, designs their own shirt, and we want to address exactly what they're looking for. So as we define those primary and secondary selling targets, I think we're pretty good at defining our primary selling targets as an industry. Yeah, I want to go after that school and you know get their business, but we need to really break that down into secondary sell selling targets and then understand what those groups need. So it doesn't do us any good to segment and then not pay attention to what that segment is demanding. Um, that, you know, that's what marketing is all about, is understanding your segment and understanding um, what they need and then delivering on that need. So let's define those primary and secondary selling targets, ask those questions, um, figure out what's going on there. Also, um, keep in mind what metrics are going to come out of this. Um, we want to make sure that we're measuring um, are the average order values increasing because we're actually delivering um, products that are specific to those groups? Are we creating a, a separate store for each of them? Maybe it's maybe it's one store with with different um, sections. Um, you know, in the store builder, it's super easy to create different modules or sections that that appeal to each group. Um, maybe our photography shows different groups using um, our products in different ways and and, and maybe different products. We want to measure that average um, order value to see if it's increasing. And we can use that in the future to show other groups, hey, this fundraiser that we did um, had an order, average order value of X. Would you like the same thing for your organization? Um, we can track lifetime value of a customer, see if um, people come back because we can market to them because we know they're interested in sporting goods. So we can send out updates on materials that have to do with sporting goods. We're not just blasting that to everyone. So I think, JP, segmenting our groups is, is super important. And then don't stop there. We're not just segmenting them. We're segmenting them to be able to speak to them in their language. Excellent. Now, Matt, this just came to mind, but I think, you know, a good sort of question to ask is, is this exciting to these different groups? Meaning the two considerations is, is this product going to excite the Sandpiper mom? Is this product going to align and excite the dad, the, the the staff member? And then graphically, does this message, you know, resonate with these different subgroups? So that's sort of the calculus for not only identifying the subgroups, but then aligning the product and the message against those subgroups so you can properly deliver and transact. And I think it's super difficult, JP, to, to come up with one design or one style that would appeal to all those diverse groups because I mean that's a whole range of what you just mentioned at an elementary school it's gonna be really hard to have a design that appeals to a 10 year old and you know a 30 year old mom and, and so exactly. that's why segmentation is key is so we can really kind of kind of play on their playing field well Matt it, it, it'd be ignorant of us not to address the elephant in the room and I know if a listener could raise their hand and say hey guys we get it you know we ought to be having really cool graphics for each of the different groups but you know I do screen printing and that there's a lot of challenges and costs associated with setting up unique jobs for each of those subgroups, right? So I think that the symptom has been, 
one graphic, one t-shirt to, to have a standard print run uh, because that is efficient and uh, it's best for me. But this is a paradigm shift, right? It's not thinking about what's best for me. It's what's best for my customer, what is best to satisfy all of their needs. So certain subgroups don't have to go to a different decorator because they don't like what they're getting. Case in point with, with my the example I gave with my wife. Um, so I think it's important to, 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 to do the calculus and understand how do we leverage segmentation because there's revenue and profit to be had. There's better ways to service customers to, to increase the um, you know, profitability over the, the, the relationship. So really it comes down to how do I deliver in terms of print methodology, right? This could really cost justify investing in things like direct to garment, which is a perfect way to satisfy personalization for different subgroups at low quantity. There's, of course, heat transfer methodologies or transfer methodologies. So certainly do the analysis and ask yourselves the question, you know, is there a revenue profit opportunity? What you know, mechanics do we need in order to, to fully leverage that? I think the marketing part is, is more of the easy part, but it's the print fulfillment that I think would cause a lot of decorators to hesitate. So it's an important question to, to, to really ask. Definitely. And I don't think we should shy away from from having those segments and having different products for each of them. Uh, you know, if you had a school on the northwest corner of, of this block and then one on the southwest corner, they obviously have different logos and you're OK taking both of them on as a client. Think of each of your segments as almost a separate client. So you have the PTO, um, the moms are one segment and then you have the kids and then you have the staff and whatever that is. If we do a good enough job marketing those things, the volume is all going to rise for all of those groups because you're actually giving them what they want. So you may not even see a need to have uh, a lot lower minimums because you're actually giving people um, things that they demand in the marketplace. And so I think that's something to remember as well. Well, Matt, bring us home. As, as you know, we like to end our Thought Starter podcast, not necessarily with the answers, but trying to, to really provoke some critical thought here. You know, how can I apply this to my business? What am I missing out on? What are my opportunities? So with that said, from your perspective, you know, what is... The, the, what are the critical questions that need to be addressed to really maximize segmentation? Well, I think first of all is who are my groups and who are my sub subgroups? So I want, I want you to think about who am I selling to and then what are the segments of those groups and write them on a whiteboard, write them on your notepad, get them ingrained into your mind and then start asking your questions. What do each of these subgroups want? Do some research online, go onto Instagram, find out what those different segments are buying. Look at different industries. Where are they shopping? What are, the, what are their interests? Once you figure that out, you'll be able to kind of meet their needs a little better. Um, the second question I would ask is, um, what revenue opportunities am I missing from these people? Are, are they going en masse to certain products or you know, commodities? And, and how can I kind of, kind of get into that market and, and, and start playing with the competition there? And then I think the third thing would be to ask yourself, how, how am I leveraging technology? Am I leveraging my own website? Am I, am I leveraging my web stores to kind of um, segment my lists? Am I, am I leveraging the Inksoft Design Studio? Do I have Inksoft? Those are all questions to ask yourself. Am I leveraging technology to really address the needs of each of these segments? That's a great, great way to conclude. Well, folks, as always, we, we'd love to uh, get your direct feedback. So if there's any topics or anything you'd like to be addressed on our Thought Starter series, you can have a direct line of communication to Matt and I if you email hello at ingsoft.com. So certainly send in any topics or questions that you have. We'd be glad to address those in forthcoming Thought Starter podcasts. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we certainly look forward to our next topic. See you guys.